Hey everybody, it's the Rod Langway Fan Club Podcast here. I am your host, Jeff Roman, joined by Mr. Mark Chechnita. I'm fired up for this stretch run report. I was actually uh, doing some light stretching before the show. Might have pulled a back muscle, but uh, I'm good to go. And Mr. John Snowden. Yeah, I've just been bouncing on the playoff bubble. Pretty fun. Hmm. Well, this is an exciting time of the year. We're going to break down all of the playoff races as we near the end of the regular season. Yes, and it's a special day for another reason as well. We are celebrating Mr. Mark Chechnita's birthday on this very day. So happy birthday, Mr. Mark. Happy birthday, Mark. Yeah, I'm uh, 27 years young today, give or take 14 years. Uh, But yeah, anyway, feeling pretty good despite the back muscle. I also have a lovely gift here that is related to the show. I was given a signed copy of a Rod Langway hockey card by uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Garrett Thacker, longtime listener of the show. So thank you, Garrett. We're adding this to our studio. It's going to go with the jersey and, of course, the bust. So, and the paintings. Yeah. Don't and the pa- Oh, yes, the painting. Yeah. Where is that anyway? I don't see it on display. Uh, you know, it needed a little touch-up work. Oh, sure. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. And after we break down the playoff races, we're going to hit the mailbag. Everybody's favorite segment. Remember to get your questions in last minute. Email us at rodlangway at gmail.com or send us a tweet at rodlangway. So how about we start this off? We'll uh, hit the Eastern Conference first. What do you say? Sure. Let's take a look at some of the uh, Eastern Conference battles. Yeah, boys, geez, there's not a whole lot here to talk about in the Eastern Conference, is there? Yeah, well, the Columbus Blue Jackets are currently in ninth position, which is normally not the worst place to be at this time of year. You're probably still, you know, in with fight and chance, but they are 14 points behind the next closest team. So, sorry, Columbus, just not enough racetrack left. Yeah, I can't really remember a season where it's been decided so quickly. Yeah, usually we have quite a lot to talk about uh, during this segment, but uh, this year we kind of have to half our content. Yeah, that's right. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a few battles for uh, home ice. You know, the Atlantic is uh, really, really tight and still could see some movement in the Metro. But um, yeah, as far as the top eight, it looks like it's pretty much set. Well, let's head west then, because I think that's going to more than make up for it. Yes, this is the Western Showdown. So yes, there is a lot to talk about here in the West. Where should we start? Well, I think the way I see it is we've got four teams that are probably guaranteed to get in at this point. I think Colorado, Calgary, Minnesota, and St. Louis are pretty safe. But once you get past those top four, I think anything could happen. Absolutely. I mean, the LA Kings have the same number of points as St. Louis, but uh, St. Louis has a bunch of games in hand over them. So uh, their schedule is not looking as good. Uh, what do we think about these guys? Do, you, do we think they have a chance to make it? Well, tough break for LA having Drew Doughty go out. Yeah, he's probably their most important player. Yeah, on the injury front, they did just welcome back Victor Arvidsson. That will help. But uh, yeah, there are a few holes in the lineup. But hey, they're having a great year so far. I don't think anyone thought that they would be at this point right now in the season. So they've got to be pretty happy with where the franchise is trending. And their goaltending tandem is held up pretty well. I mean, Jonathan Quick had a nice bounce back here and Peterson has been pretty good as well. So that has not been one of the sore points on that team. And yeah, ultimately pretty, pretty strong showing. And if they can make the playoffs, good for them. Now, the Oilers, I'm surprised we're even talking about them, but are they going to make it? I mean, they should, right? 
Yeah, I mean, when you've got two of the best players in the world on your team, you should be a shoo-in for the playoffs. But it's the same old story in Edmonton. We talked a little bit about this in the trade deadline breakdown. The goaltending is questionable and the decor is thin. So uh, I think they're probably going to get in with the world-class talent they have up front, but it's, it's not guaranteed. It is certainly not guaranteed, no. I mean, and they didn't m- make enough moves at the deadline to really address their, their problems. I'm kind of rooting for them to get in. I'd like to see McDavid in the playoffs. It would be a disastrous fate if they were not make it. I mean, what would they do? We well, might see some big changes in the offseason if they miss the playoffs again. Yeah, I would be really shocked uh, if they can't make it. Uh, we'll see. What about the Nashville Predators, guys? They've had a really nice year. Do you think they're a, more or less a lock to make it? I like their chances better than some of the other teams in this conversation. I think when you've got a goaltender like UC Saros that brings so much stability and they've been getting good contributions up and down the lineup. A, a nice year for Matt Duchesne. Uh, Philip Forsberg is looking pretty scary out there. And uh, let's not forget Roman Yossi in the kind of year he's had. I mean, he has just been lighting it up. What a year for this guy. Yeah, he's on pace for 100 points. I can't wait to see if he's going to do it. Last, last defenseman since... Brian Leach, right? Yeah. Oh, so in the early 90s then. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And uh, Philip Forsberg uh, set the record for most goals in a season for the Predators recently and also has the most all-time goals, so a nice season for him. An all-time mustache, too. I love that villain mustache with the curl on it. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. So, I mean, Nashville has finally got the offense rolling. I I do like their chances to make it, for sure. Yeah, I think they've got a really good shot. Um, What about the Dallas Stars? Now, as we record this... They currently have that eighth spot. What do you guys think of their prospects as we head down the stretch run here? It's been a really interesting year in Dallas. You know, you go back to the start of the year and they had a million goaltenders and now it's kind of been whittled down and it's all down to Jake Ottinger, the young goaltender. And he's been pretty good. So I I think that if he can keep up his play, they've got a real chance. Yeah. And another young guy, Jason Robertson, has been excellent for them. Yes. Can we officially call him a star? I think we can. Um, he's he's definitely going to be an important piece of a playoff run if they can make it. Shame that they lost Miro Heiskanen. Yeah, he has mono right now, so uh, hopefully he comes back soon. But I mean, this could drag on for a while, and by the time he comes back, they might not be in that playoff spot anymore. Yeah, he's he's kind of like their Drew Doughty, right? Very important piece. One team, I can't believe we're having this conversation, is but can the Vegas Golden Knights make the playoffs this year? I mean, at the start of the season, we thought they were a shoe-in. Absolutely. Well, start of the season. How about the last show where we put them in our top five teams? Might have to go back and cut that one out of the show. But uh, yeah, they were looking like a shoe and they were an 89% chance to make the playoffs when they acquired Jack Eichel. They're down now than, I think it's less than 35% chance of making the playoffs. What's happened? I think karma. Karma's <laughs> come back to bite them. Yeah, I mean, it's been a disaster. You know, where do you want to begin? I mean, so many injuries, right? So many injuries, uh, no goaltending. And that obviously goes back to the Marc-Andre Fleury trade. What what do you want to say about this? Well, how about the cap mismanagement? They've got all these guys. Some of them are probably almost healthy enough to come back, but they can't fit them in under the cap. And that leads to the debacle of Dadanov. Uh, Jeff, what what happened over there? Yeah, well, him being traded and then uh, the NHL steps in and voids it because Anaheim was one of the 10 teams that he refused to go to. Yeah, on his no trade list. Yeah, the list that should have been, you know, prominent in their 
trade office before they made this deal in the first place. Yeah, how do you mess that up? Yeah, I don't know how they missed that one. They should have given somebody a phone call before they made the trade, especially before they finalized it. But yes, it's been voided, and now they have all these dudes stuck on IR, and they can't bring them back. And important players, let's remember, Mark Stone, Matt yes. Cacioretti, um, Martinez, Alex Martinez. So it's it's a tough situation there. Having Stone out is a huge loss for that team. Yeah. I mean, this is their this is their leader. I mean, you could argue that Petrangelo is the other big leader on the team, but uh, I think Mark Stone is is one of the most effective hockey players in the league, 200-foot game, um, and they might not be able to get him back in there. Yeah, it's not looking great. It's not looking great. The number of games they've played and the number of points they have, like you said, Mark, 35% chance. I don't really like those odds. Next up, John, your team, the Winnipeg Jets. Mm. Yeah. What is going on there? Well, our playoff hopes are hanging by a thread at this point. Um, you know, we keep losing some games we should be winning. And if we can't put a stretch of games of wins together, I, I just don't like our chances. Uh, you know, defense has not been as good as we would hope. And uh, Connor Hellebuck hasn't been able to bail us out like he has in years past. Well, funny you should mention Hellebuck because that's the reason I'm not willing to write off the Jets at this point. Because if you look at the teams in this playoff race... Not many of them have Vesna caliber goalies, so I still think Winnipeg has a shot. It's going to be an uphill battle, but uh, I wouldn't write them off quite yet. Nice having Ehlers back and healthy. Uh, it's been a real coming out party for Kyle Connor. Yeah, great, great season for him. I mean, he's now a bona fide superstar, I would say. What a year for him. Um, it would be lovely to see him in a playoff game. We have one more team, guys. We have to talk about this team. They looked like they were done for at the start of the year. And then came along a man named Bruce Boudreau. Bruce, there it is. <laughs> yes, the Vancouver Canucks. They're also hanging around there, aren't they? They sure are. And they're they're playing a fun breed of hockey. It's fun to watch. I, I kind of hope these guys make it too. What do you what do you guys want to say about this team? Um, back from the dead. I know it's it's you know, a pretty long shot for them to get in there, but uh, I do I do admire what Bruce Boudreau has done with that team. Yeah, and there's all of that talk about JT Miller being shipped off, and they decided to keep him, one of those own rental situations. I'd like to see them sneak in, but uh, I don't like their chances. I still think that there are too many holes in that blue line, and the depth is questionable, but they do have some great top-end talent for sure. It would be fun to see Demko in another playoff series, though, wouldn't it? I mean, he was great last year. Um, and, you know, if he can if he can pull off what you're saying, Connor Hellebuck might be able to. Maybe they stand a chance. But he's really, they got to win some games. Yeah, they would really need uh, somebody to really collapse down the stretch here. Yeah, they would need some help as well. That's the thing about this calculus here. I mean, some of these teams might be able to play very well, but they're ultimately they may need some help from some other teams who would have to lose a few games to, for them to sneak in. Yeah, but there will be a lot of those, you know, divisional matchups down the stretch, a lot of four-point games. So uh, I think that a lot can still happen here in the last 18, 19 games. Yeah, it's such a fun time of year. Every game is so meaningful. Okay, boys. Well, uh, should we take a little break here and then uh, maybe come back for the mailbag? Let's do it. I'll kick a tune. Kick a tune. Tune a loon. Stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms. Stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms, stretch arms. Stretch feet, stretch feet, stretch feet, stretch feet. And we're back. That was Woody Guthrie. John, I think you need to stretch it out over there. Are you all right? 
They're looking a little bedraggled there, pal. What's going on? Yeah, pretty tired. Uh, I was out with Reddy last night, man. There was a DJ in town. Uh, we were out late. Man, that guy can go. DJ Redlight? How old is that guy? Uh, he's, I don't know, like 19, I think. He's, I'm getting too old for this stuff. I can't keep up with him, man. Wow. He's coming around pretty much all the time. Uh, you know, I like the dunes. I like the techno, but uh, it's it's getting a bit much, to be honest. Maybe I'll just uh, take one of these sups here and give me a sec here. Can sure. Supplements, cheese. Yeah. Well, Jeff, you, you brought the mailbag with you, right? Yes, I hauled it over here. And, okay. uh, I think we've got some pretty good questions for today, yeah? Whoa, whoa, John, what's going Cheese, buddy, what happened to taking the supplements orally? Oh, if you, if you, if you grind them up a bit and just, just snort them up. They, they yeah. get a bit faster. You know, I need a fast wake up. I can't wait for... Jeez, I think it that. might be time to lay off the supplements for a while. Yeah, oh, no, we, no, I disagree. In fact, I think we should seriously consider this promotion that they're offering us, man. Selling out? Well, we're not selling out. We're just taking, you know, they're a great company. Great company, and they have, they have a great product. Plus, we'd get we'd get way more. Like, we'd get like, get a case for free, man. We might have to have an intervention here. You know, give, it, give it some thought. Give it some more thought. Anyways, uh, should we get to the mailbag here? Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, sorry. What was the question? I would totally veto that. What kind of league are we running here anyways? I'll have to consult the rule book on that one. Remember the trade guidelines. Can we get some friendly questions here? You guys have got to dress your players. Got to dress your players. Dress your players. Dress your players. Dress your players. And this is everybody's favorite segment. This is Ask the Commish. You can get your questions in last minute. Email us at rodlangway at gmail.com or send us a tweet. At Rod Langway. And what do you have first there, Mark? Got a tweet here from Fat Tony. And he asks, uh, what do you guys think about the international hockey scene these days? It's a very broad question. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Tony. Um, well, I have to say congratulations to Finland, right? For winning their first Olympic gold medal. Yeah, this that was program pretty fun. Has just has been doing amazing recently. You could argue that Finland is the best hockey country in the world as far as just number of people and the output of that country in hockey is incredible. You know, I've got like, what, 5 million people that live in that country? It's incredible. Yeah, they definitely punch above their weight. Um, such a shame, though, of course, that the NHLers weren't there. Is there going to be a chance for us to see any NHLers play best on best national hockey? Well, there's talk about reviving the World Cup of Hockey. I think this is a fantastic idea. Yeah, you know, I would have been lukewarm on this idea a few years ago, but with what's gone on now, two consecutive Olympics and no NHL stars, why not? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I want to see best on best. And I like the idea of the timing of it. Yes, doing it mid-season like they would for a normal Olympic. Olympics, right? I think it's a great idea rather than doing it in the off season for the players. Yeah, especially like having it during training camp. You want these guys to be hitting their stride. Not to mention just from a marketing point of view, if you can build up all that interest in the hockey that's going to be played at that tournament and then it's like, okay, we're springboarding to the second half of the season. Everyone's eyes are on the NHL. This could really be a big thing for moving the league forward as well. And sure will be nice seeing Connor McDavid in a Canadian jersey. Austin Matthews for the Americans, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's time. We've waited far too long for this. I mean, I think the World Cup is the second best option, and the Olympics being the first. But, I mean, I just want to see something. And pretty cool, too, that we also will be seeing the uh, World Juniors. Yeah, I think I might have mentioned this earlier in the season, but it's official now. The World Junior Tournament, which was cut short because of COVID, is now going to be played in Alberta in August. A little bit strange, but hey, I'll take any World Juniors over no World Juniors any day. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that as well. Okay, and what do we have up next? 
We have a tweet here from a user uh, with the handle check it out. Check like Czech Republic, check. Not check need a check? Not check need a check, no. Um, and he just asks, what do you boys think about Alexander Ovechkin surpassing Yarmer Jäger's goal total? Impressive achievement. But I have to say, the backdrop of this um, Russian invasion into Ukraine and Ovechkin's support for Vladimir Putin, I don't know, I kind of felt it sort of lost its luster the moment for me. Yeah, I uh, I'm just I can't get excited about anything Alex Ovechkin's doing right now. Um, I think that he needs to come out and say something, uh, distance himself from Putin, because with each day that goes by and with each Ukrainian life that is lost, I, I just it's it's stomach turning. Sorry, I, I just can't talk about this man anymore. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's not the best look for him, and I do wish he would say something. I, you know, part of me thinks that you know he's just an athlete, and to be completely honest, I'm not sure how nuanced Alexander Ovechkin's political views are. Perhaps if he was more well informed, he would come to a, a different conclusion. Um, but as it is, yeah, I kind of wish uh, he would distance himself as well. Well, just one final point on that, though. If you're going to come out in favor of a politician like he did after the Crimea invasion. There's no more. You're just an athlete. Uh, escape. You've you've stepped into politics already. So now you have to answer for those things. And he was clearly wrong about that. And he's clearly wrong about his stance right now. It's got to be really tough for these Russian players. I know a couple of them have sp- sort of spoken out. Um, obviously, Panarin. I love Artemi Panarin for having the guts to stand up. And I mean, he was targeted, accused of things that were proven wrong. But it was all because of him standing up to Putin. And he put himself on the line. And Ovechkin could do the same thing, but he doesn't have the guts. Zadorov is another player who's come out with some anti-war messaging. Yeah, of course. And I, I mean, it's, it's important to keep in mind that, you know, just because of players from Russia, we, we shouldn't paint everyone with the same brush. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Completely agreed. Completely agreed. And it's good thing, you know, time to remember also some of the Ukrainian hockey players who have been in the NHL. I was a big uh, Dmitry Kursich fan back in the day. Ruslan Fedotenko was a very good player as well. That's right. And uh, let's remember Andre Vasilevsky was, was born in Kiev. And so uh, it's important to remember the connection between these two countries. A lot of the, the, them see each other as brothers. So it's a shame about what's going on there. And Mark, we have one more, yeah? Yeah, we've got one more tweet from uh, L. McFoldo, also a Twitter. Whoa, follow. wait a second. Yeah. Mark, isn't that you? Uh, yeah, that's what? my Twitter handle, busted. <laughs> okay. Well, can, it's my birthday, guys. Yeah, I guess we'll let it go. I it got wasn't one your more. birthday, but I yeah. think it's a good topic. Sure. Okay. What do you guys think about the job Marty St. Louis has done so far coming in as the Habs' new head coach? Oh, great on Martin San Louis. He's really injected a lot of uh, energy and enthusiasm into that Habs lineup. They seem like a different team. Yes, he's got Cole Caulfield going, another undersized player, um, and Martin St. Louis, of course, from that mold as well. So it's exciting to watch. Yeah, you know, the biggest change is just their tactics. They're a lot more aggressive, you know, something like a three-on-three overtime where they start with offensive players, and it's exciting. And they're not winning every game, but they're playing to win. They're not playing scared, and they're letting the young kids loose. It's been great to see. And for a team that's clearly rebuilding, I think this is exactly the kind of direction they need. Fun times in Montreal. I mean, you know, it's been a bad season, but uh, there's some optimism on the horizon for sure. Why don't we do one more, guys? That noise. Oh, no. I think it's... Okay, man, hang on a second. Boys, I, I think we got to cut this cut this short here, man. DJ, Red Light's here again. Reddy's here, man. We Reddy's booked here. out this studio time. We've, we've been talking about this for a while now, John. This is getting out of hand. Oh, I know. I think he wants to lay down a track. How many tracks does this guy have to lay down? He's like, got a lot of tracks. They all sound the same anyway. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Well, I'm sorry, boys. He's here, and to be honest, I don't really think you want to stick around for this. 
Okay, okay. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it up then. Yeah, well, uh, the playoffs are just around the corner, so we will be back to break down the playoff matchups in just over a month from now. So stay tuned, loyal listeners. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. Well, everybody, take care. Okay, man. Okay, ready. Thanks for listening. And I hope you had yourselves a time. Yeah, dude. Okay.